Cock and Bull podcast, where each and every single week for the rest of time, I will teach both you, the listener, and my brother here about a real and often bizarre thing from world history. And sometimes we're funny. I'm Spencer Faust. Holy crap, I am Nathan Faust, and this escalated quickly into, like, some eternal Faustian bargain, which is funny because it's our last name. But damn, this went from from a, a school project to the rest of my life, and I don't know if I was ready for that kind of commitment. New year, new intro, new lifestyle, new show. Uh, actually, same show. Pretty much the same show, except now I'm a same lot show, more bold. Same lifestyle. <laughs> same lifestyle, really. I mean, I'm 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 drunk in the cockpit of the of the Malibu, ready to ready to kick this shit off and ready to ready to make the funny happen. But other than that, I mean, it's basically the same. All right, I'm going to hold you to that promise because February 21st, 1794. Oh, and- look at that! Oh, look at you! Look at you weaving it in there. Antonio de Padua Maria Severino Lopez de Santa Ana y Perez de Lebron was born. Why? Why do you constantly make this hard on yourself? Could you not just do, like, did we not learn anything? James Ray. That's a name that you can't mess up. And damn it, you didn't mess it up the whole time. You, this motherfucker has 18 names. He might as well be the bass player for the Mars Volta. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, all right, let's go. You might know him better just as Santa Ana. That's that's just kind of how formal Spanish names work. I don't think he was a royal from Game of Thrones. Like, I don't know if he had 15 titles normally when people addressed him. But, uh, yeah. Santa Ana was born in Zalapa, Veracruz. You have no idea how many of these I am going to get wrong. And I'm just I'm, like, I'm opening up with All it as I them. always do. In the Vice Royality of Spain, which is now known as Mexico. Okay, well, you, I think you got that part right. I think Spain, you nailed. You nailed that one. <laughs> I had to practice that one. Admittedly, I had to practice that one. I was kind of coming out with, like, spying at first, but eventually I got the hang of it. Yeah, I feel like you're you're, you're really rolling these R's, too. I feel like you're really, uh... I feel, I feel like you are, for, for all the fucking up you're going to do, you're going to fuck it up authentically, and that's about as good as we can ever ask for on this podcast. I took, I took a romance language in high school and in college... <laughs> I won't admit which one. It was not Spanish. He and his family were part of an elite group known as the, get ready for this, Criollo. Which simply meant Criollo, yes. Criollo. Which, wait, is that it? Yes, the double L's roll together in Spanish. That is, it is is Criollo. I should ask, did you take Spanish in high school? Is that your thing? I I did take Spanish in high school. All of what I know from this, though, uh, is just from listening to the Revolutions podcast with Mike Duncan, because that is a phenomenal podcast, and you should also listen to that one. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Because he actually explains history as opposed to just screaming about it. Save the plugs for people that will pay us. Chevy, Uh, I hope you're listening. Chevy? Chevy. Also, London Dry Gin. London, (laughs) where you get your gin. I hope this doesn't devolve into us just naming things that are, like, within reach. Kirkland Protein Bar. For when you need a protein, but you don't want to go to Sam's Club. Kirkland Protein Bar. Now, this this Criollo simply yes, meant you that go. you were an American-born Spaniard. You know, Correct. the usual bullshit that humans use to say that they are better than each other. His father, a military officer and a politician who lived under mountains of debt... Made sure that Santa Anya was provided for and well, well educated. Okay, okay, whoa, 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 Is there a tilde over the end? Because I feel like you're just starting to roll everything now. You gave me positive reinforcement, and I think I that's did, what's causing I did, I did, and now, it, now I'm coming back to knock you down a peg. Let's, let's calm down now and say to Anna, we all know who it is. We're all white people here. Come on. At age 16, he joined the Mexican army and soared through the ranks, which is something that happens when you have a lot of money, I've started to notice. Now, while he was a rich bitch... 
I cannot begin to claim that he wasn't a fighter, because he was born in 1794, and his occupation was still listed as warrior by, like, a number of biographies. And that is not, like, a modern term. I don't know if that was ever, like, a job. Like, I think that was more like a, like, I don't... Could that be your job? Could I declare that on the census? But, like, who do you describe as a warrior that was born after, like, I don't know, 1900? Uh, the ultimate warrior. Ultimate warrior. Oh, that's okay. one. All right. Yeah. Sure. Rest in peace, ultimate warrior. Santa Anna was first... Excuse me. Santa Anna first fought in the war for Mexican independence on the side of the Spanish. The Mexicans put up a surprisingly good fight... And much like the Americans, uh, they were on a course to win their independence in North America. Santa Ana, seeing this, switched sides. <laughs> As you do! That is how you play, sir. Yes. Yes. Things Augustine... are looking bad and I will jump ship. Augustine de Ibuterd. Hold on, let me try that again. Don't, no, you know what? I Fuck it. I got why. it right. <laughs> I did it good. Double down because we're not getting that right. There is no, there is no amount of times that you can repeat that that it will be right. Augustine de Ibuterd, uh, soon to be the emperor of Mexico, promoted him to a general. Now, the Mexicans won the war for their independence, and... Why? Why did you do this to yourself? Mr. Mexico Emperor crowned himself emperor. Within a year, in 1821, Mr. Mexico Emperor crowned... (laughs) Fuck, I wrote that sentence twice, apparently. You did, because... Because it was so good for once, you had to get at it again. (laughs) In 1821, after crowning himself emperor, Santa Anna turned on him. Well, okay. All right. Cool. Sounds right. Kind of like a... It's kind of his thing, I guess. Like, that's... He's like, that's what I'm going to be known for. He seems very good at turning on people. Now, sure. Uh, Iturbid was, uh, you know, in the middle of dissolving... Please tell me this man is going to get murdered soon so that we can stop butchering his name. Please. Please. (laughs) Sure, he dissolved the country's Congress, and it kind of looked like a coup. Uh, But this feels like a fool me once kind of thing. And it wasn't long before uh, Santa Ana was the new president of Mexico, and uh, that other guy was executed. Now, if this sounds rushed, it is because it's weirdly close to the three Star Wars movies that bored the shit out of me. So we're moving past that. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I don't remember Jar Jar Binks showing up in this. In 1829, the Spanish invaded again. Because their original surrender from eight years earlier was just a prank coordinated by Ashton Kutcher. Uh, Santa Ana led his nation to war no. once again. Stop. 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 It is the year of our Lord 2017. No, it's 2018 now. We have ruled the calendars over. Uh-huh. And you just made a punked reference. Correct. A show that I don't think has been extant in the last decade. I will concede that A show that, that I'm pretty sure went off the air when you were in middle school. Probably true. Just commenting on it. Just needed to clear it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my references are significantly outdated. Also, for the record, I've seen the movie... I'm pretty sure it was The Alamo? Uh-huh. And I'm... So just, just for the full disclosure here audience, and not, not wanting to deceive you, I'm pretty sure Santa Ana was involved in the Alamo. So this will be a fun, interesting thing. Things I think I know about Santa Ana. He was involved <laughs> in killing Davy Crockett. Uh-huh. Uh, he was at the Alamo. We are supposed to remember that. Place your I bets. think he won. Mm-hmm. So, this is like a, uh, I've written it down on a piece of paper and shoved it across the table, and now you tell me why I don't know right. <laughs> okay. 
Santa Anna led his nation to war and once again defeated the Spanish. Hooray for the fall of the Spanish Empire. Oh, I mean, uh, let's not get excited about it. I mean, inbreeding was a thing. That also helped. Santa Anna, the kind of guy that could switch sides and still be hailed a hero, was a charismatic guy. My cat is walking in front of my notes on my screen. Get the fuck out of here. Get, that's, go, yep, leave. That's the most internet-y thing that's ever been said on the internet. Good work. Uh, he held the office of president several times, each time uh, at a bit of a forced end. You know, kind of a, despite the uh, amount of people that would always swarm to throw him out of office, he was such a fucking charmer that he would turn it around and get elected again a few years later. Santa Anna was re-elected president in 1835, 1839, 1842, 1843, 1847, and 1855. <laughs> Why are they having elections on such weirdly non-consecutive sections? In 1836, Texans were in the middle of a rebellion. Something we'll talk uh, a little a little more about later. At the time, Texas was a Mexican territory, but not all the Texans liked that. Santa Ana, well, no. <laughs> not liking their desire to not be Mexicans, marched to war against the Texas rebels. So he had a sort of New Age approach to quelling rebellion. In a territory that was half loyalist and half rebel, uh, Santa Ana thought it would be a good idea to burn all the crops, kill all the livestock, execute every single prisoner. So, I mean, by definition, now you have no rebels. Tr- uh, true. You also no longer have any supporters. Because naturally, that kind of turned every loyalist off and, and kind of turned the entire territory against his um, Hitler-y ass, you know? Maybe ah, that's, that's what we call it. I mean, Hitler, I mean, did he have a funny mustache? Uh, he had a funny hat in most pictures. Well, I don't, I mean, everyone had a funny hat back then. Come on now true i don't think you could be elected without a funny hat i feel like it was kind of the law wigs were kind of like a funny hat a funny hat to wear under your funny hat so america that's why we were so successful early in those days hatception santa anna won a pivotal battle at the alamo though it wasn't it wasn't a good kind of pivotal nathan because after killing davy crockett uh he decided to split his forces i'm two for two decided to split his forces from the alamo which allowed him to be flanked Captured, forced to the negotiating table, and sent home a failure to the Mexican nation. He went into a sort of uh, shame exile after that. Okay. Is that a thing? Mexico was in debt to a lot of nations at this time. And had just lost a major chunk of territory to what was then known as the Texas Republic. Santa Ana would later write in his autobiography that he didn't know what a republic was. Anyway... (laughs) Back to the debt. Of course he did. Of course he did. What the fuck is that even? Also, I I am very proud of us for not having made a uh, 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 (laughs) don't mess with Texas joke yet. So I'm getting that in there now. It's obligatory. Don't mess with Texas. Okay, good, good. We'll have more opportunity to poke fun at Texas. Don't worry. Oh, it's coming. Okay, I didn't know if we were done with Texas yet. Uh, Mexico's financial burdens stretched over a dozen different European leaders. Excuse me. Well, actually, that works just the same. Mexico's financial burdens stretched over a dozen different European lenders, but none more so than a French pastry chef. What the what? France, seeking reparations that the country refused to pay back, declared war on Mexico to take their spoils by force. Thus began the pastry war. Fuck you. 
No. That's not a, no. Fuck you. That no. is a real a thing. thing. It is a That's real a thing. thing. Google it. No. no. There's not. It's not cake. I, I've seen Cake Wars. It's a show on Food Network, and it's about people making funny cakes. It's not about France driving across a goddamn ocean to go get their money back. That is a bad scheme to get your money back. So remember that little scamp we were talking about earlier? Well, Which one? Well, Santa Ana, with his country under fire, hopped out of his manor, jumped on a horse, and rejoined the Mexican military to lead the resistance against the French invaders. <laughs> Cause I'm back in the saddle again. <laughs> what fucking year is this? Um, this is around like 1838. 1838. Okay, so is no- is Napoleon the the emperor at this point? Oh, that is I'm a good sure. question. I I feel like so. Uh, like 1790s was uh was the French Revolution. He was 1790s dead. 1790s was the French Revolution. Napoleon was Napoleon- dead by this point. I think. The boy was dead yeah. by this point. Yeah, he was. Really? Yeah, he died in 1821, I think. You think? Don't, don't fucking say you... No, fuck Hold you. on, hold he on. He died in 1821, I recall bullshit. Either hold you on. looked it up or you didn't. <laughs> well, I'm looking at it and I just don't know if it's true. I don't know if that's like when fuck? he was you emperor or... Like someone, someone is punking you? Here's the second action culture reference? Someone is... What? Either he died in 1821 or he didn't. He did. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. He died in 1821. I didn't know okay, if the okay. date range they were giving me was his he died in term as I emperor. Think. You know, if I just casually know who when Napoleon fucking died. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes people don't think I'm smart because I don't say things right. So maybe I just wanted to sound smart. Okay. No, you know what? That's that's a good that's a good point. I apologize. And in, And in your defense... I am the one that obviously does not know any of this, even though I went to school for it. So, so good job, Spencer, for, for educating us more. I apologize for trying to bring you down. And I've straightened my back a little bit. Okay, All right. good. good. <clears throat> not too straight. Don't start rolling your ends again, or I will bring you back down to size, sir. Santa Ana and his men were brutally routed in the battle for Veracruz in 1838. And though he managed to escape... Are you noticing the fact that he had, like, one victory and then fucked everything up? When does he win? Seriously, how is this guy, like, so pot? He just loses every time. He manages to escape, but in the process, his leg was nearly destroyed by a French cannon blast. Oh, oh, okay, now, now, there's a couple... I went on a little roller coaster there, and you said nearly destroyed. I'm like, ah, and then he said cannon blast. But if his leg was not completely destroyed by a cannon blast, that's pretty good on his part. His ankle was pretty much destroyed, but the fractures went just far enough up the leg that the leg had to be amputated. Now, after that was done... Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. What up? This is like the 1800s. Are they, they just yacked his leg off? Yep. Does no. he have a peg leg? Well, well, don't... Uh, please. We will get there. Oh, fuck yeah, baby! All right, let's go! Santa Ana, now having had his leg amputated, uh, ordered his men to give it a full military funeral with honors because he wanted everyone to know of his sacrifice. <sighs> okay, so you, they buried his leg. Mm-hmm. Now, you said below the ankle, so how much of the leg did they amputate? We talking up to the hip? We talking at the knee? What are we talking about? It's like just above the knee. Just above the knee. So, a se- I mean, okay. All right. They're going to bury They're going to bury his leg. Yep. With full military funeral and honors and all that. one gun just... salute? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, I think in this situation, it was more like a, a line of 21 men doing, like, Rockettes kicks. 
Oh, what? Okay, what? what? Oh, that, that seems rude to the leg. That's just like rubbing it in that he doesn't have a leg anymore. Also, That's fair. They, is it like a tombstone? Is it buried somewhere? Can we go visit Santa Anna's leg? Uh, you probably cannot find where it is buried today. I believe it was done just outside of Veracruz, and then they just kind of moved on. All right, so just go to Veracruz and pour one out. Yep, good. Go pour one out. Pour one out. <sighs> when he returned to Mexico, he was a goddamn hero. He just got his leg blown off and lost. What is he? Why? Yeah, he lost a city. He lost his leg. uh, But he was known for his bravery in sacrificing himself for the fatherland. The pastry war was a total loss for Mexico. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. on. Is Mexico the fatherland? Yeah, that's what they call it. Do they really? Yep. I feel like ever since Hitler called it that, you you had to stop. Well, this was pre-Hitler. Yeah, but I feel like retroactively. Sure, retroactively we can't call anything the fatherland, but... Yeah, I feel like retroactively just saying the words the fatherland makes me feel a little little uncomfortable. But this is... I mean, that's what they said. They were like, he he lost his leg for the fatherland. Okay. Moving on. All right. The pastry war was a total loss for Mexico, as they eventually surrendered and paid 600,000 pesos to France, but for Santa Ana... Which is, as far as we know, $5. (laughs) But for Santa Ana, it was a major success. He was ready to soak up the Mexican people's love and adoration. Once again, he's back. He's president again. Why? Because he lost his leg. That doesn't make any sense. Now let's talk about the Mexican-American War. If you've never heard of the Mexican-American War, here is a summary. Mexico used to own a lot more land than it currently does, including a large chunk of North America going all the way from Texas to the upper edge of California. Meanwhile, America was uh, getting hot and heavy with that whole manifest destiny thing. Uh, oh, we were going to manifest the fuck out of some destiny. Mm-hmm. And uh, war. I feel like, are we are we getting to a Teddy Roosevelt? Is Teddy going to show up for this one? Uh, was... No, no, Teddy was like 1910s, no, wasn't No, no chance. 18, tw- we're in the 1820s. There's no chance Teddy shows up. Teddy's not there until like the 1900s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Negotiations uh, with the French and English prohibited these uh, white people from spreading American values uh, any, any farther north of Oregon. So they turned around and said, hmm, southeast looks kind of tasty. Oh, God. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Now, Texas, the state best known for the Battle of the Alamo and uh, Jade Helm 2015, was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going to really say Texas is best known for the Alamo? Like, I guess that's like the uh, one of the things, but what I... I, Well, all right, touche. Touche. Was a mate... Texas, remember the Alamo, that's a big... I more think of like, like South by Southwest, but I guess that's just... King of the Hill... Uh, well, I, uh, I didn't watch that show. That was I, I'm not a Mike. Oil, George oil, Bush. Oil. I don't there know. There we go. There's That's a longer the one. That, There's clearly a little, longer list. That little sociopath. Yeah, that one. Texas was a major battleground state during this war, and it was a host to a number of revolutions for independence even before the war. Uh, something which modern Texans fantasize about on the regular. I mean, revolutions is just like that's their wet dream. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like. They're the first one we lose, right? Like, when one of them... No, nah, maybe. They're, like, the first one that goes. <laughs> In what? It's like a... them on the right or it's California on the left. We're going to lose one of them pretty soon. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I can see that. It's definitely not, like, Montana. No. 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 God, no. 
Mostly because I think we often, if, if, if we lost Montana, it's because we forgot we had Montana. Montana, it would be the, Montana is basically the sea land of America. We're just waiting for someone to show up and say it's theirs and we'll be like, yeah, whatever. Texas was in the middle of one of these Texas conflicts in 1845 when America made an offer to Mexico to buy that big chunk of land I just mentioned, you know, from Texas to California. Uh, Otherwise, otherwise known as that stuff that's part of America right now. It definitely is. Spoiler alert, I know how this ends. Santana wasn't much of a presidential guy, really, uh, as he always had his right-hand man doing all the president stuff for him. Uh, I mean, he's exactly like a a president from Texas that we've had, but move on. (laughs) His right-hand man said, nah, and refused the offer. Uh, Meanwhile... Did he say nah, or did he go, meh, no, meh? Well, he probably... imagine Dick Cheney talks. He probably said something more accurate that would be incredibly... Uh, probably just just upfront racist for me to say. So no, you can't. No, God, no! Do not try a Mexican. Do not stop. Do not. <laughs> Meanwhile, stop. Meanwhile, a scouting party sent by the U.S. Uh, was murdered by Mexican soldiers, and America whipped out its victim card and threw thousands of its soldiers into Mexico. We have a tendency to do that. Santa Ana did not back down and marched off to war again. In 1847... Marched off or hopped off? Because he's only got one leg. I don't know how much marching the man does. He he, he limped off to war. In 1847, while Santa Ana and his officers were camped out and having lunch, they were surprised by a group of U.S. infantry. So, Santa Ana and his men fled. But, lo and behold, he left behind his fake leg. No! Damn it! And, And the U.S. captured it. What capture what like as a hostage? Are we gonna have a military funeral for the fake leg? They never gave it back and kept uh. it as a trophy. The man who stole the leg brought it back to Illinois and charged people ten cents to look at it. Oh my god, no. What the fuck? Really? Seriously? You turned it into a sideshow attraction? And in 1922, it was given to the Illinois State Military Museum, and it has remained there on display ever since. You can go there and see it right now. You are fucking kidding me. Nope. We can go, like, how far is the Illinois State Military Museum? We need to take a podcast field trip. And, um, yeah, I mean, mean, this is 1847, so after uh, Mexico kind of got its ass kicked by... By, by America, and we, t- and we took a lot of their land. Um, ah, we manifested our destiny, damn it. Yes, yes, that's that's the term. Uh, Anna was, of course, shamed out of office again. He was re-elected in 1855, but after that, that was, that was, kind, of, that was kind of the last straw, <laughs> and he, he was never elected again. Oh, oh, he was only president for like 60 years or whatever the fuck it was. Six, I can't do math. God. Six fucking times he got reelected. God damn it. God, and that, he is the Silvio Berlusconi of Mexico. This is fucking ridiculous. And that is the story of uh, Santa Ana and his two legs. God damn it. So, so the guy that, I mean, literally... If you told me the name Santa Ana before this, the only thing I think of is the guy that murdered Davy Crockett in that movie about the Alamo. (laughs) And the guy basically had one moment of non-incompetence his entire life. And the rest of the time it was getting his leg blown off and or his leg captured and or 
just run out of town on a rail and or losing to a a bakery chef in mm-hmm. the goddamn cupcake wars or whatever the fuck they were called. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's him. All right. Cool. Uh and I mean this is one of those times that it, I, it is it, it's kind of weird to me that America has I mean I think of that man as a as a glorious leader. You would think we'd have done a better job of making him out to be the shithead that he is. You'd think, but uh no. Now, I guess Mexico really doesn't need a lot of beating down right now. Uh, our president's doing a good enough job of, of, of trying that on his own. So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's, let's let them keep their leaders. Let's not send this episode to Mexico. Is there a way that we can just black this episode out in Mexico? Uh, this feels like we're rubbing it in. Releasing it as is, I think, would be a good way to do that. That uh, is a good point. Releasing it all on our RSS feed is probably a good way to keep it out of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, continuing doing what works? we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how internets work. I just assume that it shows up in my my inbox every Wednesday. Now I want to thank uh, I want to thank the appropriate people. I want to thank Dripless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song "There Were Buffalo on the Ark" off the album Cholera as our intro and outro. It is a good song by a good band. Go check out their stuff. It's a fantastic song by a phenomenal band, and all of them have all of their legs, so therefore they are better than Santa Ana. <laughs> Nathan coming out of the gates with the. Uh, Anti-disabled commentary. <laughs> no legs, no dice. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not making fun of him because he's disabled. I'm making fun of him because he's a moron. There's uh, tr- a difference. Tr- true, but your your best argument was that they had legs and he didn't. Okay, sorry. Uh, Driftless Pony Cup is better than Santa Ana because they didn't murder Davy Crockett at the Alamo. There you go. <laughs> Somebody proved me wrong. There you go. Uh, also, uh, we have a we have a Twitter. I should go ahead and yeah. say it. If if you ever want to get in contact with us, that would be the best way to do it. That is at yeah. cock and bull pod. That is cock and bull pod on Twitter. Chevy, whenever you want to hit us up, that's where we're at. Slide into those Slide DMs. Into DMs. Yeah, there we go. Uh, leave a review, and we will we will read the best one available. We'll read it. Well, I no. You, again, every time you get this wrong, you will read the best one available. I will read anything on the internet until it obviously gets me arrested. It just has to just submit it to at cock and bull pod and Nathan will read it next week. Get excited. Yes. Yes. Nathan at cock and bull podcast.com. That's not a real email address. It won't go anywhere. <laughs> Put it on iTunes, please. <laughs> all right. And uh, that's all we got. Nathan. Uh, I have both my legs. Therefore better than Santa Ana. <laughs>